0: Like, I remember going to my my gynecologist for the first time and the guy showing me with a mirror, like, let me introduce you to your vagina. And I was like, I already know my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, well, not every girl knows their vagina. So I'm introducing... Hello, it's Ignantina Zing. You might have heard some things about me, perhaps. And yes, I am all of that and much more. And in my podcast, The Zing with Double G... I will be sharing my views, thoughts, opinions on culture, society, feminism, sex, and all of it. All of that everyone is thinking, but no one dares to talk about. Every Wednesday, I will be offering you a new episode with incredible guests from celebs, friends, big names, authors, artists, and also, since I love talking to myself, will be only me talking my head. The last episode of the season will be exclusively for you guys with my subscribers so we'll get to chat i will get to read some of your dms play to voice notes and talk basically of whatever you want So don't forget to subscribe, join the fun, and listen to The Zing every Wednesday. You can find The Zing at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me at Eglantina Zing, Z-I-N-G-G, to DM and get in touch. Let us explore and lose control. (laughs) So guys, let's focus on that moment, on that place of pleasure, because we're going to have an amazing, pleasurable podcast here. Conversation with the one and only Veronica Acon Vrengel. Akon? Achon. 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 Maybe a little bit French, uh, Veronica <laughs> Achon. Uh, perhaps we can give a little bit of a touch of uh, glamour to her topics, which um, <laughs> today I am uh, very, very happy to have. A person that I'm very curious to know about this conversation. So welcome guys to the Zing, this new episode. Uh, And as per request of all of you in your comments, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, relationships, uh, curiosities, society, culture, taboos, and how to break them, how to shape our own world. We are the architects of our lives. So whatever pleases us and whatever gives us satisfaction, there is no good or bad. Today we have an expert, a beautiful woman, Veronica Aishon Rengel, who is the founder and creative director of Hot in here. It's getting hot in here and that's what is gonna happen. We're gonna get hot in here at the zing. And uh hot in here is a platform for Hispanic women to discuss sexuality with a dash of levity and a splash of serious because it's our sex life and we have to throw out the taboos out the window because sex is sex is something that is natural to every single human being. And uh, Veronica, it's a lawyer <laughs> with a master's degree in Georgetown University, <laughs> but she has dedicated her life and her her um, knowledge into giving us all this. Uh, uh, n- opportunities to explore our sexual uh, our sex life and our sexuality as women in the world and specifically for hispanic women Vero, thank you for being here at the zing welcome how are you
1: thank you so much for having me here in your beautiful space um it really is an honor i am so grateful for the opportunity to be with you such a fun beautiful smart women i immediately feel the connection and i'm super grateful
0: No, come on. (laughs) And she made us do an exercise right before we started about finding a spot in our uh, made us breathe, have the little uh, breathing exercise, but finding the spot of pleasure, not the spot of of uh, of um, discomfort. So I think that it's a note to start this conversation to wherever you are. Take a minute, have a little breath and um, and have notice and find that spot of comfort within you. So I think when we talk about the subject of sex, there's so many con- negative connotations around it, about taboos, about judgment, and what we want you to be here right now as an audience. It's, um, it's to have no judgment, to be open, because it's about being curious, yeah. that you're going to find your own way, your own path, the own, your own ways of finding pleasure because you deserve it. We all deserve to have our pleasures without being judged or have that sense of guilt. And, and I think it's a hard topic because, Veronica, how do we start a conversation about sex, around sex? How do you start a conversation around sex being taken serious?
1: Yes. Well, now that you say that, I just remember this anecdote that whenever I'm in a social setting yeah, and, and you're like, you know, let's hello. talk about sex. Hello, <laughs>
0: hello. nice They're to like, meet Who? you. What do you do? Why do you why do you invite her here? Who and is And the she? conversation always gets interesting. <laughs> and especially women would probably be like, why do you invite her
1: here? <laughs> uh, no, and you see people like changing seats and others getting closer <laughs> and then some people disclosing things that are like, hmm, do, do we want to say this at this dinner that we just met in front of all these people? So it gets really interesting and beautiful so it depends on the setting how how that conversation starts because if you're at a brunch Mm -hmm. with your girlfriends right like that conversation starts from a different point of view um you know you can start sharing about the relationship in general and it might get to what's happening in your sex life um if it's within a couple right Mm -hmm. um people definitely need to talk more about sex. One of the main things, yes, life, lack of communication, it's a problem mm-hmm. uh, between couples, but not talking about sex, um, it's another one. So there are many ways to start that conversation. Sometimes you even have to schedule it, it does, if it doesn't flow. I am all for going with the flow and vibing, but um, if you want to, you deserve to design the sex mm-hmm. life you want. And to be able to do that, you have to put time and attention just like you put to anything else on your schedule is this a priority for me let me make it a priority
0: but that's interesting because most people as you say sometimes in a, in a conversation on a table it's different the scenarios yes. but it will attract you or bring you together or why would you say that why do i have to bring this subject into this conversation perhaps you feel this kind of shyness or this kind of guilt but it, the the, the self knowledge of knowing that sex can be a priority and should be a priority for all of us. It's a healthy way of maintaining a relationship, not only with your partner partner or different partners, but with yourself. So, um, unless you're
1: asexual or romantic, which is, which is totally valid, then sex is not a priority in your life. But for the rest of us, that's the case.
0: <laughs> and Veronica. She's a, a graduate lawyer from Georgetown <laughs> University. She had become a sex coach. So how do we really, like, you know, <laughs> how do you come from from being a lawyer in Georgetown University to becoming a sex coach? That's also, a great story. That's, <laughs>
1: so here's what happened. I was interested in women, always, and women's issues.
0: She's a sex um, animal. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> and that um, world, uh, with the birth of my children, led me to understanding and wanting to know more about childbirth so i became a doula and a yes. childbirth educator. sorry i forgot
0: that part the doula
1: a doula and a childbirth educator and doing childbirth um sometimes if you had had trauma or issues in your sex life you you notice it you you again by having been to so many births at some point you see like something is holding the women down or in the or in the prenatal classes Mm -hmm. um if you ask the right questions they may share up something and then once that lid is open women start talking more about sex Mm. they feel comfortable with you um they know you might be there in the birth of their child um and you also bring the husbands for a separate class so that led for women opening up about their sex life, about me being really comfortable with with women's bodies. Because sometimes when you're at a home birth, which is something that I love doing too, Mm -hmm. um, when you need that uterus to contract, one of the ways of assisting that uterus to contract is uh, nipple stimulation. Nipples. Nipples because that makes your uterus contract. So if the husband is busy with the baby, somebody has to stimulate those nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so you become comfortable with women's bodies also like when their babies are giving birth with crowning with everything. So so I became comfortable being in a in um in a safe sorority space among naked women in a vulnerable time. Mm. So what how, do, how does that evolve, those women then, when they had children, or they were like, I catch my toe watching porn, what do I do? Who do they call? Yeah. Me. So they felt that openness, or they had things with their sex life, or something, like if somebody had to have like a C-section, or or um, needed a few stitches after birth, which is you know a common practice, unfortunately.
0: Um and what do you say unfortunately well
1: episiotomies are practiced every day um in hospitals as a routine and they don't really need to be a routine um our bodies are designed to stretch and and even even if they stretch uh and and you get a little tear what happens if you want to tear a towel in two? you cut a piece and you (laughs) so you do a little Mm -hmm. and then women sometimes tear more so what it's it's, it's as a regular practice that does not need to be a regular practice. So anyways, those
0: stitches. Like, But know, it's good. I had a friend who said, like, I didn't want them to cut because if I cut, then I will never have sexual pleasure anymore.
1: And you can have sexual pleasure again. And, you know, it, it really, but it's, but you don't need to be cut, and you don't need to have the, you know, the part of healing with, dealing with the stitches and um, all of that. So when women had an episiotomy and they were feeling uncomfortable and they wanted to know, you know, like, back back into their sex lives or 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 had perhaps some shame about the ways now their vulvas were looking like I was the person that they felt comfortable with and I loved it and I love talking about sex and I felt comfortable with them too so I migrated to that and I love it I have to say there's nothing else I'd rather do
0: but you started while you were in Georgetown in that college, no, 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 in no, no, that no, no, no. dorm. You started talking to your girlfriends about sex, or <laughs> you know, how there is, this, this is well, what how happened. How I know,
1: I know, and and here's another thing. I, I guess sex have always been something that I that I find interesting, I'm curious about, and I enjoy. As a child, I was always asking questions, finding books, wanting to know more. So, so the people didn't that know they didn't me, give you that
0: book is like, how do you make, <laughs> papi, mommy? That I that no, I was brought in by a the friend showed it to me. <laughs> this is how it happens.
1: Yes. So um, the people that know me from high school and university, kind of like, oh, you're doing this now. That makes sense. The people cool. that know me from the doula work, mommyhood, all of that, and you know, kids playground. They're like, you're doing what? <laughs> <laughs> they know me more for my spiritual practice and other things that I enjoy. So how did that um, went from Georgetown to that? I think the, the link was the children, right? After I became a mom and for the second childbirth, uh, for my second birth, I wanted to become a doula and help other women. Then it went from lawyer to mom to doula yeah. To sex coach. coach. And yes. I call myself a sex talker, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're comfortable. Let's talk about sex. I'm yes. all, all for it. and sex talker. It's, it's a topic that it's, it's, it's a icebreaker because when you talk about like sex, people have all sorts of ideas that come into their minds and they're not necessarily positive. And yes. not everybody feels comfortable in talking about sex, especially about women. Your your platform, better uh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> it's uh, moni- mainly for Hispanic women. Yes. And as, as a woman and as a Latina myself, I've always found find that um, if you are too comfortable with, with sex or your sexual life and activities, then you can rather be um, labeled as a slut. Or if men are mainly more, um, more has a, a, a more uh, acti- more activities or or are more familiar or talk about sex, they are praised into this, you know. And through culture and history, you see the phallo as this um, symbol of power of, of something that we praise. And culturally, it's something that uh, visually, it's 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 it's. It's pretty. It's beautiful. Yes. And uh, not necessarily the, the bulb of the vagina. Like, I remember going to my, my gyneco- gynecologist for the first time, and, and the guy showing me with a mirror, like, let me introduce you to your vagina. And I was like, I already know my vagina. <laughs> he was like, well, not every girl knows their vagina, so I'm introducing you Well, then ask me you. first. Do so you know your yes, vagina. Yes, don't, don't introduce me to something that I already know. I, I actually have a n- nickname and everything, but... Uh, don't assume no, you know what I already know. No, but li- there's uh, there's not much that conversation. We have this idea of of the vagina of something that it's a symbol more of shyness or the lack of knowledge that we have. Um, a kind of also shyness, but also with a mix of guilt uh, yes. around. Uh, I don't know if it's society, culture, relate religion in general that brings women into this this part of being a sin. Uh, if if they have the act, it comes maybe from Adam and Eve, uh, you know, the sinner. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. But why is it the vaginas are also connotated like, you know, that flower that eats the penis and well, don't put it there because you're going to be this. And that, that thing that smells like sardines. And it's not usually uh, seen as this, this, this organ or, or anatomy of... It's, oh. it's danger. Like, so women... Yes. I tend to see women and even in older ages that have not had a um, a good uh, as you said as you made us do the exercise find that zone of comfort or find that zone of pleasure. Yes. And and I find it very sad. It is. And you know that's why one of the things in my in, in my
1: social media is hablando de sexo como siná like speaking you know about sex casually like if it was nothing not because it was nothing just not because it is nothing because it's important and we want to make sure we bring the right attention to it by bring it bringing it to the conversation yeah so first things first vulvas and vaginas do you know the difference no <laughs> okay great this is a great start then, because there might be more than one person that does not know the difference so the vagina it's the canal itself and the okay. vulva is that flower that you're speaking about. All right. That so when you say you know the flower, the beautiful flower with the amazing scent, uh, that's the vulva, um, and it's different from from the actual birth canal or the part that goes inside where you can find G spots and all of that, but that's that's the part that it's inside. It. The vulva is the beautiful flower outside. And um the clitoris, yeah, it's actually a big organ. You know, it has eight thousand nerves ending. It's almost twice as much as the penis, by the way.
0: What <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what you see visually, it's only the tip of the iceberg. If you should see how it goes inside and all the spots that it hits when we call g spot a spot and all those spots that is the same nerve endings of the clit in different parts of your body inside of your vagina and in different parts of your vulva so um, it's really incredible to to get to know yourself in that way and and experiment that i have a video about finding your g spot (laughs) there I got a little personal and I kind of share where mine is
0: we want to see it should we subscribe to your channel or you give us a little a a, a little hint here for the zing but listen I, I I love the way you're so um natural in the way you're speaking about this because I think when a woman has that opportunity I we we grow it's not it's no taboo that we are in a society that I find it very interesting and very, I'm very happy that every moment women are becoming more empowered on themselves. And that doesn't mean that you're taking out any spot or any uh, uh, privilege from men, but you're also getting in a part that you also have an opportunity to feel as a human being of pleasure or... Of, Decision of knowing what you want and you don't want. Usually, the act of sex for women used to be a, just a way of uh, of reproduct- reproductive is Mostly pleasure, not really. It's
1: just for reproduction. The main, the main reason of sex. It's really pleasure. Like how many, like. Well, any woman that has tried very hard to get pregnant can tell you this. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's not that easy for some is, but most of the time what it is is for pleasure.
0: <laughs> so even when they're doing the the, the the whole thing to get pregnant, it's, but they don't necessarily have fre- pleasure or for most well, of the girl become, talks that I've heard. it
1: can become challenging. That's, that's a beautiful aspect of how. You know, all the techniques that you use to help a couple that, for example, their sex lives have become a little stale, like a little boring, uh, you can also use uh, for a a couple that it's trying to conceive and wants to find new ways of making it interesting. That
0: becomes a little bit more bonding with them, no? I think, uh, you know, and then you have a better connection and they might come easier. Correct. Yes, and, and now you're having a lot of fun trying. <laughs> Correct, at the
1: very least. <laughs> so least. it doesn't become a source of stress.
0: Because mm-hmm. I also the mind it becomes a source of uh, of stress. No? Yes, it it is. <laughs> and what about sex with other uh, relationships that are not just heterosexual?
1: Yeah, what about it? Sex is just having sex with any anything gender or a, like. Don't tell orient- me you're into animals. <laughs> no, 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 no. Within human beings and in a, dif- in, a, in a safe container and environment and with consent within age-appropriate individuals. Yes, it's, it's about your uh, orientation. You know, it's about what... And, and, and orientation is a concept that keeps expanding because mm-hmm. right now sexual orientation, it's really related to who do you like to have sex with? uh, and, and, and that becomes, that is becoming more expansive. There are more words and words and things, you know, added to that. And for example, you know, before camera, we were speaking that I'm a sapiosexual, that I, that I am attracted to people that are smart. Um, that right now it's not considered a sexual orientation, but all those little things, uh, I think, um, you know, are becoming more and more part of the wholeness of the experience of how each individual expresses their sexuality.
0: And, and uh, I th- we're talking about sex and you're a sex coach, but beyond you're also a woman and you have many yes. broad, uh, as you said, you know, I'm learning because that was the beginning of the conversation yes. before cameras. She's like, I don't know everything about sex. I'm just learning for every day. I get couples calling me and I'm learning of different uh, intentions different interests and you're just curious about it and yes. you're like a doctor you know you're finding or a scientist or whatever a coach but yeah. to call yourself a coach it means that you have all the knowledge Correct. and you were just saying that in a very humble way that every day you're learning about all this questions or maybe your clients or your how do you say they're your see your clients who has called you with the weirdest thing that you're like, Oh, or the thing that you've learned the most, like the thing is
1: first, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call it weird because then that already puts, puts that already thing. puts a, a label but or a statement. Something that broke your
0: box of like, uh, uh, okay. Maybe as a curiosity or maybe opening think, your channels of, I of, think I can speak of, of, of several of
1: them without saying which one or things that generally, you know, can be done in this practice. And you're right. I, I don't believe in experts like it's almost like we have conversations and we learn from each other and i can guide someone get the life they want uh and i may know a tool or more but the one that knows what they want and how they want to accomplish Mm -hmm. it's the person themselves
0: and usually what are the traits that a person knows what they want because mostly you know if you're coming up or upbringing uh, your upbringing comes from a society that has all these taboos how would you know what you want or what you like well a lot of the times it starts yeah. by you, that feeling of
1: wanting more. Sort of like when you want to change careers, mm-hmm. you're like, I kind of like this, but I, there is something more out there for me that I'm yeah. missing. Like it comes from that feeling most of the time or from something you see mm-hmm. and you're curious about. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes, you know, you have explored by yourself, but now you want to explore with someone else. Mm-hmm. And how do I bring this conversation up? Mm. so for example one thing that i that i that we do is you know you can make a list of things that you would want to try like fantasies right which fantasies are you willing to share out of those fantasies which ones are fantasies fantasies of stuff that you don't really want to (laughs) do because there are those right like there are ones that sound really awesome and sexy but in real life you don't want to do that
0: I, i i like uh golden showers shitting on me is not my thing you see okay and then but that but then you know and
1: then and then those things that are common ground that you can actually find and try something what does that become a threesome that becomes sometimes listen it depends on where you're coming from because doing it out of the bedroom or the bed Mm -hmm. and in the kitchen for some that might be their next step yeah and that is okay you know, changing settings or being watched or, or exploring uh, using different language. How about, you know, cursing if they've never done that. Yeah. So it depends on where, where the person um, it's coming from. And, and some people want to learn how to be dominated, how to be submissive, or they want to learn. Uh, or Some women call and they have never had an orgasm. They want to try and see how to experience that. But I am not an expert in their bodies. I do not know what feels good to them. I can help them find out for themselves. That's why I'm not the expert. You're the expert in yourself. You're the expert of what is it that you're longing for. And then we can work together and I can guide you towards that.
0: But What I think is beautiful is as you you call yourself, or you don't call yourself, but coach to put it, because you're much more than that. Um, It's to guide them, to give them that support. Because sometimes even asking the question, it takes so much guts or so much like, am I going to ask this a question? Company, then, am I, I say. am I being okay? Why am I asking for more? Especially for women, why am I asking for more? You know, I'm married and we have a family. I have a kid. He like I have a, a ceiling. You know, this is my duties. My duties is not to feel pleasure. But then again, then you keep seeing the story of like this unsatisfied woman, men looking for satisfaction somewhere else, and all these troubles in relationship. Which I think. Sex is something, sexuality is something else. Or for me, you know, your sexuality is so important to your personality. Either you choose to be open or you choose to be pansexual or you choose to be sapis, sapo. Uh-huh. Uh, what no, is Some it? of those are not choices, uh, but yes. <laughs> but, bueno, all these little titles that we have yes. and that we want. But, but at the end, I don't truly believe in labels. I believe in being open, but just how yes. to be open to whatever you explore. Um, whatever your curiosities are without having being judged or feeling that guilt and especially for women because uh, what you were going to say something
1: yes that what you were saying about the different um, likes and dislikes in sexuality there is this woman called Mm Diama which I deeply admire and she has something that is called the erotic blueprints Mm -hmm. Um, and the way they divide that um, her and her husband Ian do an amazing work about really being open and helping you know people explore this um she they say sometimes people are sexual mm-hmm. um sometimes people are more like kinky mm-hmm. or romantic or energetic so the energetics would be it's interesting because an energetic can feel like the sexual energy across the room they can almost have an like if an energetic an energetic in their full power can have an orgasm without being touched okay it's like that's how that incredible that is. The sexuals are more genital-like people. They are um, they like, uh, yeah, it's more porn, more sexual intercourse for them. Having sex without an orgasm, it's like, <laughs> is- what are we doing this for? When that is not really the objective. The objective is pleasure. You pleasure. don't even have to have an erection. You don't even have, have to have intercourse or penetration. You can have fun sex in so many ways um, aside from those. But for sexuals, and that is completely fine, that is how... They want to. Um, that's what gets them on. Okay. And then um, the romantics. And I could, say, I could say that women are mostly stereotyped as the romantic and men, men are mostly stereotyped as the sexual, even though that's not the case necessarily there yeah. are many men that are romantic and then live with this expectation of having to be sexual true you know and Poor that's guys. not okay or or women that are like sexual and then have to no, you know i have to wait until i ask or you know and then for romantics it has to do um a lot with uh preamble and Pre? preamble like kind of like the sex games before yes okay uh, the pre-games Uh, previous games to sex that sometimes are even in the house, you know, being nice and kind. And then, you know, being touchy and feeling. And then for them, they need candles and aromas. And then the kink, um, they kind of like something forbidden, something stolen. Or they enjoy... Stolen meaning that doesn't necessarily have to be like... You know, outside of the norm a little bit and, and that depends on what to everybody okay so that it could be you know playing with your brush and experiencing pain or it could be you know being in a, in a dumb submissive situation or experiencing pain in other ways so all this to say that a lot of these miscommunications also come from knowing yourself from understanding who you are and what you like and when you start getting more language uh, then you can really not only rediscover yourself, but also have a relationship that works because you understand what the other person wants and what you want and start meeting each other halfway.
0: I love that. And is there a way of changing and evolving with the years past? Maybe I like something yeah. and I want to like something else. And I'm curious about something else. This- Absolutely. And there is
1: one last one that but I didn't it- mention that is called a shape shifter. And a shapeshifter shapeshifts into all of them, which is what I am, and I have said that in videos before. So sometimes you have this, and even though we change, most you know people change and can adapt. The shapeshifter, you know, loves all of them and can and shapeshifts into the in like in all of this has its light, and all of this has its shadow. A shapeshifter shapeshifts into the partner that they have, which is great, but then. You kind of sometimes forget all your other blueprints. See if you are in a long-term relationship with somebody romantic. Maybe the sex, uh, you know, the sex, sexual part of you or the kink part of you are like a little, um, you know, abandoned, so to speak. So yes, and as you expand and start liking more things and getting into, it's like a palate. It, it really is like a palate. So there's some foods that you don't like and you may never like. Yeah. And there's some things that you try once and, and it's like, taste. I could try this again. And then it becomes an acquired taste. So you definitely can change.
0: And, and explore and not limit yourself because you said forbidden and I feel the word the word forbidden you know what would that be Forbidden is like you know having sex with a with a married person no or, and I get that
1: but you do not or. take away that from the king. Because that's their pleasure. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I totally get where you're coming from and I subscribe to that. What is forbidden? But if we make everything allowed, then you're taking the pleasure
0: away. We from. want forbidden things.
1: Exactly. That's, the, what, the, the that's kick. where you get the, kick, uh, the correct, kick out of it. Correct. So, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, spicy food? Yeah. You know, things that are spicy, that's a pain. It's not a flavor. Did you know that? Yeah. It's a pain not a flavor so if you like spicy food you like pain
0: <laughs> ah, well, <then> there is. <laughs> i'm guilty as charged i'm absolutely guilty as charged but i will disagree with you to the point of of, of 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 spicy food being pain and not being flavor yeah. because there are spices that are flavor but Flavorful. it is painful it is and at the end you end up with your lips like this and even because more exactly. sexy but it does turn you on no it gives you that heat um, yes
1: so so for some people experiencing so, with that so yes I agree with you from the point of view that none of that it's really like forbidden and what it's wrong and what it's right but but for um for a kink they you know they like they like that sense of uh you know the forbidden the the, uh, the little painful the little outside of the norm uh, in whichever way that could be something public right or um or having like nobody knows that i'm not wearing any underwear or no. nobody <laughs> things like that they enjoy like those little disguises and it could be you know a, a, an extreme why is it, could... it so
0: interesting for somebody not to be wearing underwear right i don't because know i can go the hair radio. i still have pants on.
1: <laughs> correct exactly no big deal but it's a thing right everybody's like Ooh. so so whether it's a thing or not, they want it to be a thing. That's why we can't take it away from
0: them. If we walk out naked in the outside in the street, what do you think people would say? That? oh, crazy! They will come with the cops and arrest us for a public display of affection. Unless you go to Holiver Beach, <laughs> bueno, and I've been, and it's so this, it's not, it's disappointing. Really, disappointing. I love Beach. I, bueno, last time I was there, it was like about twelve years ago, and I just saw a bunch of sacks, old sack, you know, sacks. Well, one of, uh, I, I of the
1: things, and I have a video about this, part of the things that I love it's that I find the beauty in all sorts of bodies of all different True. ages, looking different, breasts that look different, and people that enjoy their being naked. Some of them, yes, a little more with the intent of sexy, but some of them with the intent of just being themselves. And that's the largest uh, nude beach in the United States. And, and you, we have it right In the there. United States. Yes, and it was like, the, just to have it there, it took a lot of activism.
0: I remember, but like in Europe, most of the beaches are... Uh, are, uh, are <laughs> at, be- least uh, at least topless. At least topless. <laughs> I know. And nobody's looking at you with a pervert face or anything. Correct. And, uh, and here I think there's so much, also like maybe America, which is such a free country, is so still so conservative at the roots of things. But at the same time, we have the biggest scandals about... Uh, abuse of, of teenagers or underage kids and, and all this um, repressed expressions of, of, of sex, of bringing yeah. the, the, that curiosity and that exploration into a, a ground that we can all feel safe and that you are not going to be judged but you can do whatever you want That's but taking it into, into people that are not consciously uh, right who have these acts or they have not as you say it's consensual
1: absolutely if you were uh, a if you allow yourself or society allow yourself to express certain wants and needs in a healthy way i think there would be a lot less abuse so i think that's important and 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 of course sex always has to be consensual always have to be a, a conversation and 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 it's a conversation not many people have because mm-hmm. it starts from knowing yourself. So self-exploration, right? First thing. <laughs> if, and I, and I always bring this <laughs> to the step, if you imagine you're from, you have a guest mm-hmm. from Miami that is coming to visit you here in Miami and you don't really know the city and they tell you, okay. Tell me, take me to a nice places and you don't really know the city and you get lost in the turnpike and all you do is go up and down the turnpike, up and down the turnpike. Are are they going to have fun? No. Okay. But if you know where the Paris Museum is, if you know the best spots in the beach, if you know the restaurants, the clubs to take them, uh, the interesting place where they do dances and, you know, the coolest spot in South Point to see the most interesting people on Sunday, are they going to have fun? Might.
0: Might. Might. Yes. I think
1: so. So if you know your body and you can tell someone oh your avenues Right me my avenues great, My
0: there's no turnpike here.
1: <laughs> great place. Fast lane. You can guide people into your pleasure and people can have fun and they can True. guide you into it. But it comes from self exploration. True. So touching yourself and, and knowing and, and there's there are ways to deepen that because yeah. it's not just only Um, touching your genitals Uh, you can have orgasms in your neck in your nipples in your your elbows you know there's pleasure everywhere your whole skin is a sex organ Mm. so one suggestion is to start with
0: the senses Touch yourself because I think that's a very interesting um, a point. It's like about women touching themselves, uh, uh, and I bring it back to women because I guess men, yes. in a way, it's just you know jerking off, and it's part it's more of more allowed. Like, it's okay. They, that's what the they kids, do. Boys, that's what they talk about. Boys, it's like whipped it's cream it. and blah blah. But girls don't go and talk like, ah, I just like touch myself exactly. and like came <laughs> and, and I squirt or blah blah uh, blah. I don't like yes. you know. Women actually have orgasms and women squirt.
1: Yes. No? Is it called squirting? It's called squirting. And okay. and it's interesting because now it's like trendy. But before it used to be a source of shame. Yeah. Like a lot of so women. You're peeing. W- <laughs> a lot of women were like, yes, like peeing, or imagine, you know, you're having fun sex in the car and you're like
0: <sharp> Does a woman feel more more pleasure when they're squirting?
1: Not necessarily. You can even squirt without an orgasm, necessarily. Okay. So sometimes it is that release. So it could be, but it does not necessarily have to be. Um, and 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 it's something that you experience that happened. but to me it's like every time you have an objective in sex you're missing part of the fun mm-hmm. so if your objective is like we're going to do this until we squirt you know to try and make it happen that, like how about everything else you know the same even if it's penetration they only you know what's fun you know telling a couple okay you can uh, touch yourselves for this next month but no penetration <laughs> and that feels sexual tension and they get to explore other
0: parts of their body and other ways of being much it. more fun. Yes. And There's then you can add way. that.
1: And then of course you can add that. But- and,
0: uh, and as you say about knowing your body as, as by yourself. And I think uh, going back to the top subject of women, we're not used to touching ourselves or to talking about like, you know, how do I, I feel comfortable and getting to know all my avenues. Um, and and nowadays i think there's not a, i don't want to call it a revolution but there's much more freedom and women are having a fantastic moment of finding their 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 getting to know their bodies their pleasures what they want what they like what 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 is it that the things they have much much more choices at the end that also uh, you know it's a little bit a, a stretcher line to having relationships but maybe it's a stretcher line to find the right relationship and even using toys and having that self um, which I think there's nothing like having sex in, in or uh, having a a. Personally, I don't feel that I I do feel pressure with masturbation, but I do feel something greater when I'm with a person that I love. You need that connection.
1: So I I feel
0: the connection, it gives you a sense of it's. Maybe not. Some it's not always it's not always like I, I know how to touch myself and I will come immediately in a moment or something or maybe not. But um, with the togetherness, I do feel an enhanced feeling of uh, of love or of connection of sex. I'm not bringing love into the subject, but um, I think there's a freedom. There's a way of like I don't know toys and the uh, the industry about giving toys not only for for men's pleasure but for women to have that uh that opportunity to explore themselves
1: yes and i uh, one thing that i that i love and that i always suggest is having a date with yourself so one day you think of the senses you, like, make, let's say, a beautiful corner with pillows and blankets and your favorite music. You can put luscious food, chocolates or things like that, scents,
0: uh, feathers, so the, chains. So the atmosphere works? Yes. You, or, like, you can fuck in the bathroom of the You nightclub? can, but I'm
1: saying this is a plan, a date with yourself to <laughs> okay. masturbate, to okay. touch yourself, all right. you know, to self-pleasure. And you're having all these things around you that you prepare because you're going to try and play with your senses, the things you see beautiful colors and gen- just focus on the things that you see and then what you smell and then things you taste and you're enhancing your senses. Everything is becoming bigger and broader and, and then you touch, but I would use touch as the last one and try first, you know, the smell, the taste, the touch. And then maybe at the end, yes, you're allowed to touch your hand their genitals or, or you could do one without and one with, but having that experience of, Expanding and playing with the senses—it's really incredible because we can get desensitized yep. out of amazing things. Yep, and becoming more sensible—it's about bringing everything back.
0: And it's the a visual, it's the scent, yes. the 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 hear the hearing, and then the the touch. But um, I also like the forbidden part. I think most of my girlfriends, I think the most exciting part that they've ever told me is like the Mile High Club, when they have actually either touched themselves or have had a relationship up in a plane at 38,000 uh, feet. Mm. And they go into a bathroom, shitty bathroom, smells like shit. There's no space, <laughs> but it's somehow there, there is and there has been a club for many years about this idea of, um, of, uh, of having sex in, in, in an airplane. So maybe yes. it's... Uh, in bathrooms. And, and it's part
1: of the forbidden, probably, it's of, too. It's
0: probably part of yes. the forbidden. You're not supposed but to. But it's not as <laughs> planning the date without those beautiful smells and yes. hearing, listening, and all that. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's a great time to, to be alive, and it's a great time to be a woman. And also sometimes, don't you think that... Um, it has been noted that um, sex is a powerful, it's a tool for power. It's a tool for dominating others. It's it's that card that you have under the sleeve, either mostly for women, no?
1: Well, sex is If they is use it right. You know, sex is power in whichever way you slice it. Because just as an energy, sex is really powerful. From Tantra point of view, you can direct your orgasm energy towards your projects. Towards the things you love, and fuel
0: yeah.
1: with things with that energy. So from the get go, it's a very powerful, creative force. With um, with this, with a sperm in one single ejaculation, you could populate a continent. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful that is, you know. So it is, there is power in there. So how how is power used? Like everything, you know, you you could you could use power for good, and you could use power for evil. And in our case, yes, we have been um, deprived to 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 have a, a free sexual expression without being condemned uh, because mm. you have like a big sexual drive that you want to explore. Um, True, you know, and and from and from girls too uh i noticed in in in, and again you know treating um you know being having doula clients um and their children it's like okay the girlfriend it's allowed to come to the house for the boy but the for the girl we're gonna treat this differently Uh like yes oh yes your girlfriend can go to your room no your boyfriend can't can't come from to the door like this double standard shows in the most basic ways um and we find it even and i see it between conscious amazing parents feeling it you know because you can't deny it either it's there and they feel like i feel this sense of protection towards my my daughter that i don't that i don't have towards my son and i am trying to overcome this and give her the chance she deserves and because she's wearing this or that doesn't mean she's a slut or she's inviting anyone. She's just, just a way of self expression. So
0: why is
1: that? Well I think like everything else it has been uh culture. It has been like Adam and Eve. Eve did this and this was wrong. Mm-hmm. And women, it's it's this power that that you know that it's kind of like wants to be caged or or controlled or or held down um men are also you know very incredibly sexual so seeing a beautiful woman or a beautiful body you know gets gets them excited so what that's dangerous then that's something that that shouldn't be that that's something that you know shouldn't happen or or let's not even get to the porn industry itself mm-hmm. you know and yes abusing anything is wrong but also the industry itself you know it's one of the industries where like women-led success director actresses Mm -hmm. they make more money
0: they dominate correct have Uh, their uh, own personality uh, uh, much more strength within themselves correct
1: so so yes there is you know two sides of a coin in everything and we have now like you're saying we're living in great times and we have the opportunity um to help this new generation and ourselves. And and not only this generation, because, you know, as I was telling, you know, before we started recording, I have this thing about the elder. I love, like, and nothing is as taboo about thinking about 80-year-olds having sex. (laughs) Why would that be a taboo?
0: That was like, I told you, it's like, listen, you know, we're talking about sex, but what happens... About your life after menopause, especially for women, but they, they will say, you know, men, usually the 70-year-old gets to date the 20-year-old. But women, why does your life end after yes. menopause? Do you ever have an orgasm? Would you ever be no, able absolutely. to feel sexual? Absolutely, you can have an orgasm.
1: You still have the same sex organs. Think of this. When a penis is erect, it has the same nerve endings when, than when it's not. hmm So people think that if a penis is not erect, then party over. Game over. There's nothing else to do here. He has the same nerve endings. There's still a lot of pleasure and fun in there. Uh, But you know, for the men, for the men, but I'm speaking, Well, (laughs) but, uh, but I'm going there first. Okay. Because do you think a man wants to continue to have fun after he lost an erection? No, okay. <laughs> they're like, oh, game over, or you know, or women, oh, okay, no, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll do something else, you know, so that immediately uh, goes let there. Me, let
0: me touch your little your little ass. <laughs> Correct,
1: yes, absolutely, or, or, or let me touch, or let me touch myself, or let me even just continue to touch you in, in many other different ways to find pleasure. So, what I'm trying to say is that for men, there is a whole world of pleasure without an erection. And for women, if what what are the signs um, that you're experiencing um, as per the menopause? Uh, would it be uh, less lubrication? Then that's easily fixable. Do you have less libido and do you want more? Mm-hmm. Then that's also hormone balancing or working on your desires, mm-hmm. right? but if you do not want more if you're comfortable where you are because this is the other thing yes we deserve more and we want more but that's if we want more if somebody's comfortable with the sex life they have to me what you're looking how much are you looking forward to the next encounter okay. whether it is next year next month or next week are you looking forward to that next time that that's going to happen and are you happy with the sex life you have then you have no problem because otherwise it's guiding yourself again from the outside norms but in reverse Okay. people telling you that you should be having more sex that what's happening with your sex life something's wrong with you and that may not be the case so for women or men do they still you know do they still experience libido or if they don't do they want more if they're not experiencing, are they being told that, they, you know, that this does not matter anymore, that this is not the time in their life to be you know, concerned with these things anymore? You should be doing something else. Is it coming from the outside or from the inside? It's always about self-knowledge and what you really and truly want.
0: I think it comes from the inside because we were just speaking also I as I, I, I think of like uh, of what I've been experiencing is like sometimes if you go to the doctor, or even the gynecologist, whatever your doctor is, and they ask you how many times you have sex. And as for a woman, you know, you're ashamed of saying, hey, like, you know, I have one, three, three times a week. But, but but for a man, if he says once, like he has to say at least four times or three times <laughs> a week, even if it's not a true. true. So I think there's a lot of pressure. They uh, feel pressure. pressure. Yes. For they men of being this macho alphas, and, and that is not pressure, and that is sad. The top or the bottom, because you know you have same sex relationships, and everybody can explore. Even in same sex same sex relationships, yes. I have a, a couple of girlfriends that I asked the other day who's the top and who's the bottom, and they start having such a, a a a fight over who was the top because <laughs> it was like. You know, I have the, the dominant, and I, I, for me, it's like I'm vaca, baca baca <laughs> muerta, no? Like,
1: do, do everything. Sure, like, yes. I'm exhausted. You're a receiver, you're a receiver. Some people give, are givers. give me, some me love. Exactly. I don't mind.
0: I don't yes. have that uh, that uh, necessity to prove that I am the alpha person. I think in relationships, it's a give, uh, it's an energy that goes circular, you no? Know? Yes, and so Whatever people like that. Is.
1: Some people like that, and, and that is being a, about a, being a giver and, and, and a receiver. And um, but Or some, a taker. Or a taker, yes, <laughs> a receiver or a taker. Some people, <laughs> like when you have two givers together, sometimes that becomes, you know, a tense situation. You know? um, when you have a giver and a receiver, perfect. When you have two mm-hmm. receivers, you can get a little...
0: I'm gonna give you no, a little doll. Wanna, even, yeah, no. <laughs> you turn around. No, you go down. No, like, exactly. But okay. it all
1: comes back to having the conversation and, and and knowing each other. You know, I always have this image of in the mirror with lipstick. Let's talk about sex. You <laughs> know, six p.m. today,
0: <laughs> six p.m., six a.m. every day, Any, every anytime. morning. But you put a date and talk about sex. You put a sex, time and a date. I it. think it's very important. I have to be
1: honest and say that I started this not liking. Setting that's dates aside or times aside for it. And then I change my mind. Because if I prioritize, the things that are important to me are in my calendar.
0: Yeah.
1: Why is this not in my calendar? And does it slip by if, if it's not with such a busy life? Uh, is it always spontaneous? And here's the kicker. Even when it's not, having a date set aside for this helps you do some planning. Yeah. And you can like go all Cirque du soleil if you want, or you can have small planning. But sometimes you don't you don't, you don't have the opportunity to that to do that in the spare of the moment. So if you want to plan plan, um, if you want to try different things, and you have a time set aside for that, you can bring elements of that. It was like oh my, you know, like we're having sex Thursday night. I'm gonna go by the sex shop and buy this to try. You know, it gives you that uh, chance, too. So there And is it ability. works, no? So and you it, can be spontaneous,
0: you can also plan. You can and I do think anything. the planning also works in if you have a, 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 a well, whatever kind of relationship you have. Absolutely. Of, even with yourself. But we're going to do a plan that every month we're going to meet here with you uh, and we're going to explore more. Because I think it's such an important topic and it's a way of releasing, of releasing our attention, of, of getting to know ourselves Yes. and the people that were around and there's all sorts of relationship and sex is so varied and in so many um different uh, landscapes yes that it- um that it's a shame that we only have this small vision of uh of finding our pleasure of giving ourselves the opportunity to feel the pleasure and of knowing Ourselves because as as we were saying it's about knowing yourself and sexuality I think is a great thing a, a great um, a window to know your to find your personality and it helps because sometimes you see a lot of people that are trapped. And are uh, They have interest in, in others in other genders and, and they, they feel trapped because they, they need to f- fill the little box of what society tells you of getting yes. married and being bored and making everybody's life miserable. So here's an opportunity to break the norm, to explore yourself without judgment and in a, in a safe zone. Yeah, and what it's common, it's not only
1: what's available and what's right, you know. So what's the norm? It's not all there is. Um, you know, and we were speaking also about different ways of, you know, of relating. Uh, now, I think I was reading this article the other day recommending people um, not to sleep in the same bed anymore, to try mm-hmm. and sleep in separate bedrooms. Yeah. And and then and then when you listen, it may or not may not be for you, but just considering it right now, I saw that like, oh, huh, OK. That makes sense. You know, building sexual tension. You don't see the person, like, necessarily naked all the time. And when you see a little bit of something, you're like, oh, I want some of that. Like, yep. yes, it can, it can separate, it, but it could also bring you together. And it's just it, little things like that, changing perspective.
0: I think so. I think that's great because we have an idea of what a relationship should be. Mm-hmm. You have to bring me flowers. You have to be this. It's a man and a woman. We don't see men and men. We don't see women and women. Every day we're seeing. We don't see three or, uh, or mm-hmm. open relationships that you can go with somebody or you can sleep in different bedrooms or you have that that space in between that uh, creates that uh, sexual tension, that desire, that uh, respect, that respect. And um, those are a lot of things that I would like to explore, and I think as a conversation, it's great. Listen, you know, even for me, it's like I've, I've dated so many girls that are not considered or have called themselves uh, lesbians, and I don't think you have to put yourself a label, but at the same time, it's also like a Christian guilt, or it's an, it's an exploration, or it's, uh, or, or it's, you know, many... Uh, different source of information that comes exactly where like, is it coming or from that you many are... guys are dating the, that you I have been going out with and they will always have this subject of what you like this and then either they're bringing this into the equation what does that mean it that I can
1: like you as well Like yes
0: tell me about your sex your lesbian activities correct a- a- <laughs> a- interesting like, in and the... I was like that's for me to know I you... used to find out motherfucker okay yes okay. and you know what and then them... they get a hard on and it's yes. super incredible it's I super know. fun and I was like now it's finally working
1: you see I, I I love that and you know one of the most common uh male sexual fantasies is having sex with another man whether they're gay or not
0: with another man yes but see why but,
1: uh, don't ask me thank <laughs> you it's just data.
0: and i think they look beautiful <laughs> i love it same it's same man, um, uh, two men uh, porn. i
1: love it too but even even for cisgender Heterosexual men. This episode is going to be
0: rated R. <laughs> rated R. I know. R R R R R. <laughs> but uh, I think it's an interest. It's a way of breaking a little bit of those standards of uh, of society and culture that um that as I said you know it just brings us guilt and yes. this allowing yourself sense to, have of ways to have sexual fantasies. Have sexual fantasies. Yes,
1: y- yes, because having a sexual fantasy. This is sometimes how I explain this to women. You sometimes, for women that are married with kids and sometimes, you know, are looking for a little more in their sex life. It's like, okay, do you ever fantasize when you're like fed up with the kids and the things about just heading to airport and leaving and catching a flight in the first plane anywhere? Have you ever fantasized that? And they're like, well, yes. Okay, are you about to leave your family anytime soon? No. Okay, it's a fantasy. See? You're allowed to have it. You're allowed to have fantasies that you do fulfill, and you're allowed to have fantasies that you don't. It's okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And those fantasies will help you go through your everyday <laughs> if you're stuck with three kids. <laughs> exactly. And a husband that is outworking. Um, you're allowed to fantasize. Yes. Taking that airplane as big as you want at 747. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take that flight. Yes. Veronica, thank you. Thank you for being at the Zing. She's (laughs) going to be a uh, usual suspect at this podcast because we have so much more to learn. And uh, these conversations are always so um, refreshing and um, helpful. Thank you, Vero. If you want to check Veronica, you can go to her page, VeroHotInHere.com, yes, ho- TikTok, hot and here.
1: YouTube, and Instagram.
0: And this is what I do, and I do it because I love it. And the next one, we're going to explore toys. Yes. Shall we? Yes, by all means. By all means. We're going to explore <laughs> toys and then lubes and then, uh, you know, activities for life goes on and sex will always play our music
1: yes you can also let us know what are you interested in finding out more about sex send and your, your comments and your
0: topics come on ladies don't be shy yes boys <laughs> gentlemen's ladies and everything around it
1: yeah you know my sex channel is for women but lo- men love to be that fly in the wall, listening to listening. all the things we talk about. So but it's at a least great they're op- curious. It's a great
0: opportunity, yes. The conversation is open to all of you. Yes. Whatever you consider yourself, yes. it's open here because uh, sex unites us all. Yes. Thank you for being at the Zing. Thank you. Bero. it's a here. pleasure. Thank you for listening. And if you find some value in this conversation, don't forget the drills, share it, love it, subscribe to our YouTube channel, check out Beto's TikTok and all her channels and stay tuned for more of this incredible conversations and this new season of The Zing with Double G. Double the fun, double the pain, double the pleasure. (laughs) Love you guys. Ciao. Mm -hmm.